0: Good evening, fam, or good morning. I don't know if you're listening to this on the way to work in the morning and you're angry because you're going to work in the morning, but uh, it's Kung Fu Friday, everybody. It's your boy, Alex. This is Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. If you haven't noticed, nobody else is recording with me. That's right. I'm in my kitchen hunching over a microphone, looking like a crazy person. For you, for your listening, uh, pleasure. So, uh, let me start off by saying our usual two hosts, Nakansi and Khan, couldn't be here today, but they wanted me to let you guys know that the reason why they couldn't be here was very important. So let me, let me, they each gave me a reason one by one. So I wanted, I wanted to cover Khan's reason first. So in his words... He said, so there's there was this hobo attack, as in the hobo attacked the kids over at the park, the Trunks frequent at. And uh, it looked like Khan was actually the hobo. And it wasn't an attack, it was a bear hug. So he was in that whole situation and had to handle that. And Nakansi had to work. So, yeah, you know priorities i understand he had to adult but your boy alex uh wanted to make sure that he didn't leave you guys hanging this friday so i came and took it upon myself i carried the team and uh brought you guys an awesome movie to watch anyway so let's uh well as you all know we are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast with all your light and heavy nerd needs. Not only that, we bring you weekly recommendations to satisfy your streaming, your reading, your gaming, and binging needs. My name is Alex, and um, this week uh, I got some—I got some good stuff. I got some goodies for you. Uh, so first the let me let me give you guys your weekly recommendations. You guys can always find these bad boys on Instagram and always throw up some pictures for y'all so that you guys can go and immediately check them out and then shoot me some DMs and let me know what you guys thought cuz you guys always do. You always have great things to say. Yeah, about like Alex. Your t- you taste is shit. So that makes me feel good. Uh, (laughs) but this week, uh, I went ahead and embraced my inner weeb and brought a anime that's not super new and, uh, it's, if Funimation is bringing it out and they got the, uh, the dub, you know, your boy, uh, is watching an older anime. So the name of this anime is the blood blockade. And um, in this one, let me see here. In the blood blockade, we follow the story of a boy named Leonardo Watch. Uh, Apparently, he's a reporter, and he moves to this city called Hell Salem's Lot, a city created by the intersection of worlds where New York City once stood. And I said stood weird. And through a series of lucky coincidences, is recruited into a secret society named Libra. So this homie um, is living in a city where it looks like interdimensional, uh, basically dimensions collided in what is New York City. And there's just a bunch of weird shit going on. We're talking like half human, half animal, crazy just... Magic going on, and you just kind of have to accept it. And it's kind of in an era where, where you the, the humans just accepted what was going on. So, you get to follow his story. Let me just tell you that it's an amazing dub. I've been I've been watching dubs lately. I've been trying to give these guys a chance, and my favorite voice character on this one is the villain. The villain is absolutely cooked. Cooky and maniacal all at once, and I fucking love it. So he <laughs> he's hilarious. It's great to watch, and um, from honestly from episode one, the stories got me straight up captivated, fam. So uh, the the funny thing about this this show is that the it's somewhat vintage. So you got like old school anime style giant print slammed into your face every time a character announces his special move but i can't complain this is why we got into anime folks because of that bullshit so i know you guys are going to love it the action is awesome uh honestly i only watched episode 1 guys yeah i didn't do much homework so but i think you guys are going to love it so uh there's that and since uh, I don't have Nkansi or Khan to fire off 1,000 recommendation. Yeah, that's right, boys. I'm calling you out. You guys always outdo me. I come with one, and you guys come with 74. Uh, I'm going to bring a second uh, uh, recommendation. Um, so this one is a music recommendation. It is Odessa's new album. It's named A Moment Apart. I don't know how y'all feel about EDM, but this guy, like, nails it. He's one of the first artists that I got into with with, with uh, EDM. And, um, man, like, he's one of the few artists that can still, when I listen to his music, I'm just, I'm taken to another place, you know? Like, I can... He sets such a mood and an ambiance, and, and there's such detail to his music uh, that you just can feel his appreciation for what he's doing, his love for his craft. And and it just comes off so genuine, you know, which is... I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to find nowadays in music. So go give that album a listen. Um, yeah, that's the weekly recommendations. Let's move on to today's movie. I'm pretty stoked. I was perusing Netflix... Uh just trying to figure out which movie I was gonna choose. I felt pretty excited because I got to choose a movie today. Uh and I ran across this movie called The Age of Shadows. Now this movie um honestly was a masterpiece, may I just say. It was like it was like the Korean Inglorious Bastards. Um, you know, you have your Evil country just oppressing the smaller city, and you got resistance fighters just trying to fucking muscle their way across the finish line so that they can, you know, do just basically overthrow this 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 oppressing government. So in this case, Japan. It's it's set in the 1920s, and it's I guess that's when Japan ha- was inhabiting Korea. According to this movie, guys, I am terrible with history. Please do not quote me on this. But according to this movie, that's what was going on. Maybe it's an alternate reality. Maybe I'm just super not educated. I don't. I don't have the energy to Google that. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Maybe you do. Anyway, um, so in this case, we got. Um, it's following the um, the story of a gentleman named Lee Jung Chul. Um, who was once a resistance fighter. Now he became a cop. And basically, uh, it follows his story where he is basically sucked into fighting on back on the side of the resistance fighters while investigating these guys. So um, he befriends one of the leaders. His name is Kim Woo-jin. And it basically follows his, um, uh, Lee Jung Chul's in- internal struggle of like trying to decide whether he wants to put his neck on the line for, for these Korean resistance fighters or just stay in his cushy life as a, as a Japanese cop, you know? Um, so it's, it's, what I liked about it was that you got to see his journey, uh, kind of his old feelings for for what the resistance was about. You know what it was trying to over overthrow, and and what the Japanese government, at least in this movie, really was about how poorly and how insignificant the Koreans were treated. So he he, but at the same time, you know, it comes. You really feel his his struggle because you're like, okay, do I throw, you know, throw my neck on the line for this resist this tiny resistance little organization that may end up failing, and for sure take me down with them, or do I just kick it? Do I just kick it? Kick it Japanese style? and and just keep living your you know keep living my cushy uh police life sure uh I may end up like you know torturing a person or two, but you know I get a pretty sweet loft with nice furniture and 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 potteries and maybe like a nice plant that's exotic, I'm assuming. As as is uh, assigned to to all Japanese cops, so there's that. Why am I going to miss out on my plant, on my nice plant? Anyways, so um, it it seriously was a great movie. It was it was somewhat sl- slow paced, honestly. But here's why I'm not mad at that. If, if if some of you guys are not a fan of long movies, I I honestly take, you know, challenge you to reconsider and here's why. They took their time really building the tension and really investing you emotionally to each one of these characters. So the first hour, right, you you get you get brought in with a bang, right? This is this is my badass moment. Um it opens up on the resistance fighters. Basically, one of their leaders, his name was Kim Jong Uk, and basically, what was happening was they were trying to get more funding for their, for, you know, for their army, and the Japanese police force was had this had this information. So they they basically raided this little exchange. And basically, and and you had Kim Jong Uk escaping from like I don't know fifty Japanese soldiers, and um, Kim Jong Uk like very uh, John Woo style, just owned like twenty of these cops and like really, you got to see some dope dope uh gunfu here, um and. You had uh, Lee Jung Chul, who, you know, of course, was Korean. He was trying to like make sure he was trying to take control of 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 the Japanese cops. Hey, motherfuckers, I'm I'm a chief. Y'all need to listen to me. We need to take this guy alive. But these Japanese soldiers clearly weren't interested in listening to to uh, Lee Jung, so they basically were shooting to kill. And anyways, uh. <laughs> Without giving too much of this movie, you got to see some crazy uh, gun action. You, this is this is what sold me. This is what sucked me in. And then from th- from then on out, this this first hour, you you got to know Lee Jung Chul. You got to see him investigate and start to get sucked into the resistant fighters. Um they they become become privy to the knowledge that Lee Jung Chul is working for the police and they're like, Man, we gotta try and make it to where we can get him to work for us, you know, and make him see the good in what we're doing. And and reluctantly, uh Lee Jung Chul gets sucked into it. And then the second hour when they're on the train. Basically, they're to, and again, I'm not giving anything away with this. They're trying to get explosives from Shanghai into Seoul, um, uh, Korea. Please excuse my poor pronunciation. And um, so they're trying to do it by train, and that's where you got this resistance fighter uh, army who's trying to smuggle this. It's a real dope heist vibe going on here. And then we got the whole police force, uh, including one of the villains. His name is Hashimoto. Now, the thing that this movie did such a good job at was making you really hate the villains. Hashimoto was supposedly Lee Jung-chul's partner in investigating the uh, the resistance army but he is just a dick and him and his men who for sure suspect uh, Lee Jung Chul uh, of working with the resistance army they are all on the on the train trying to find these resistance fighters so you just get some real Quentin Tarantino tension up in that piece man and that is where the whole movie unfolds and it's one of those where you know the underdog it just it just oh man i thought this ending was gonna suck let me just tell you that no spoilers you're just gonna hate it for the last like maybe 20 minutes you're gonna be hate you're gonna be like what the fuck is this movie are you dicking me um but Please rest assured that just just hang in there. This movie ends very very well. Um, so I'm gonna give this movie my rating. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, guys. Highly recommend this movie. I highly recommend you sit down with someone who likes to who, who's a fan of 1920s vibe. Movies, actions, gun-fu, you know, gunplay, and and just an, a fantastic character development because that's what these guys did. Um, so, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go into our what-the-fuck moments. Uh, I got two of them today. The first what-the-fuck moment was the torture chamber after the train scene. That is where shit... I, like, it's just a lot of unexpected things in this movie, and there was definitely some goriness in this movie which you weren't expecting. Was not the vibe whatsoever. You know what I mean? I was sitting there comfortable in a good mood. You, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta know you're going into some gore. You know what I mean? You just, but, but I, I was not prepared for that shit. So. I uh, had to muscle my way through some of that but anyway um there was a second what the fuck moment again this does not spoil anything but there was a scene where Hashimoto the uh uh Lee Jung-chul's partner in the police who was investigating the resistance army had this moment where he was just pissed like a motherfucker and he just slapped the shit out of one of his subordinates for almost fucking something up and the subordinate just sits there and takes it but this man is slapping the shit out of him like the kind of slaps that should turn your head from the brute force that these flaps slaps are flying and this man just takes it but here's the thing I saw the, the actor's face, and all I could think about was, like, they they must have talked before the scene, right? They must have been like, all right, man, I got to tell you something. I'm about to go Jared Leto, uh, Heath Ledger, status on your ass, and really get into my character and, and maybe be kind of a dick to you. It's like, oh, man, um, like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, basically I'm just going to slap the shit out of you and you just got to sit there and take it because we're on camera and it's going to make the scene super epic. And don't get me wrong. It made that scene super epic. But if I was that actor, I would have been like, all right, motherfucker, you can, you can slap the shit out of me. But after the cameras are off and, and after you don't need to be looking pretty for the, for the next scene, I get five motherfucker. I get, (laughs) I get five slaps on your ass. Um, one of my favorite moments right there. So, um, that's it. That's it for this, this pod, you guys. Um, I really, I miss my friends, but I hope you guys had fun listening to your boy, uh, just by himself and, uh, just me, you know, crazy, crazily ranting about God knows what. Um, Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, HSTSC33. That's where I'm making a lot of the announcements. And for next week's pod, we'll be right back up on that stream. Hopefully uh, reviewing something super dope for you guys. Uh, Follow us on Facebook. You can look up Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. And Nikonsi and Khan run that page. They put up awesome content, hilarious videos, and shoot us an email at hstsc33 at gmail.com and let us know. Just talk to us. We want to we wanna hear from you guys. We want to hear your feedback, anything that you think we should add to the pod. And also anything that, um, any movie that you guys want us to review. We, we are a Kung Fu martial arts review podcast. But we'll also check out, you know, a few other things that are not of the you know classic martial arts or kung fu genre i mean for sure we we go and watch marvel movies and review them for you so um other than that check us out on spotify on stitcher pretty much any android app we're jumping on itunes i know people that you guys can download us on safari And uh, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. And uh, we're hidden shadows of the secret chamber. My name is Alex. Good, Good day. Goodbye.